0: Good evening and welcome back to the question and answer series we'll get right to the questions Um, a lot of people had asked if they need to make bergsagoimo after they came out they got well after they were sick with the coronavirus Um, the thing is like this we mentioned it already one of the previous uh, lessons that basically a person which was in hospital or a person which needed oxygen because his oxygen level was was below 90 he has to make the holidays because that's a real the and that's no question people who did not have a problem with their oxygen but they were basically in bed for a while, let's say two weeks. If they're, let's say, from 55 and older, they should hear Berches Agoemu and be as Shema YaKohena, by hearing somebody else, which does make a with shema Malchis, and he should be with their bracha. So again, people who had oxygen, or they were in the hospital, for a while, there's no shiloh that they should make bersegoimum b'shemimalches. But people who had no problem breathing, but they were in bed for a while, if they were older people, that means, let's say 60, 65 and older, it's kedai that they should basically hear bersegoimum for somebody else in b'yoytza. People who were younger than that, only if they were really sick they could be Yoytze somebody else. If not, they don't need to be Yoytze. But um, a person from 65 and older should be Yoytze from a person who has, who had, who makes the bracha B'Shem Emalchis. Next question. Are children permitted to read personal letters, emails, and going through the computer etc of a deceased parent? What are the guidelines? We know there's a the that you should not read somebody else else's mail. It's mentioned in Shiva Shal Shivas Maram Rottenberg, it's mentioned in Shiva's Maram Mintz, it's uh, quite known Kharam Gershon. What is the reason that you should you're not permitted to read somebody else's letters? now we have a couple of reasons for it which we see in the post there's one reason that means you might read stuff which was basically uh, you don't need to know it's that's one of the reasons which the poiskim can bring there's a reason that it's you're basically asking you're borrowing something for somebody else shlemidas without his uh, permission, which Dallah is is a gazlan. If the time is shloish and you're a gazlan, so that's also even to read a letter from a goy. If the reason is because that, that does not apply about goy because it says There's a, a third reason which a poisk can bring v'hafto la'rayach kamoichu. We know the Gemora, Madhalakhsana, whatever you don't like, people should do to you, you shouldn't do to somebody else. And nobody likes and wants that somebody else should read your personal um, diary or personal letters and notes which you wrote. So therefore it's Osr Al Zahter Raich And then again that's Shaykh only for al that's for a yid, and it's not does not apply for a non-eid. There is another reason which the poison bring is metat hazik. That means sometimes that when you read the stuff, you're mazik, the person who sent the letter. Now, a person which is basically deceased is still Bakral Rai'echu. So all the reasons which goes about Rai'echu, that means or the reason which we said before, Shoy uh, a person which is deceased is still begeder from uh, from raechu, and therefore you are also to read this stuff. If the reason is the das, we know that there is no such thing as Gnaiva of a deceased person. You cannot steal his money, so you cannot steal also his das. So therefore, if this is the reason, you have no problem. Now the Poiskim have also a whole if the isa to read somebody else's mail is because the person who got the mail or the person who sent the mail. And there is Machloikas, there are some dais who say it's because of people who sent it and some Poiskim say it's because the, people who, the person who got it. Now if the reason is because the people who sent it, so if the people are still alive, you have to get permission of the people who sent the letters. But if the reason is not because of the pe- person who sent it it is because the person who got it so therefore there is no such thing as asking permission so lamice the Pois can say that it might be a very complicated issue to look over somebody else's letters even your parents even when they're deceased but sometimes you have to know what's what's written over there it might help you financially, or other things which you need to know. So the conclusion of the Poiskam is that basically you should take these this letters which you see that it's personal. Now a lot of times you see your father's stuff which is basically you see it's not personal items. You know, personal stuff, it's, it's letters which he got which he sent, but you, you right away see it's it's public knowledge. But when you come across a letter which is basically, you start seeing it's a personal letter, so the Poiskam said you should give it for a rov some points can say give it for three Rabonim, like a basden and they should be pasken that it has it's gay for you to know or not negaya for you to know or it is a thing which you should be able to read or not be able to read and then you can read it but if you come across a personal note or letter you shouldn't read it along with somebody else to that you can read it Again, we are talking about stuff which is—you see—it's obvious. It's personal, personal information, or you know, intimate um, information. But when you talk about public knowledge, then there's no problem. So again, when you come, children who goes go through the parents' uh, stuff and they find find all kind of letters, it's good to send show it for a row or maybe for three row, but I'm like other policemen say they should pass can. That the hairem is not doesn't apply on this letters, and then you could read it and take it for yourself since you are the Yorish. Next question: This is a follow-up to the fresh fish discussion. Can I go to a fish market who supplies fish, kosher and non-kosher fish? Can I purchase a side of a salmon? Meaning the fish person will remove the head and the bones, and leave the skin intact. Can I purchase this side of salmon or not? Can I rely on his knife, or should I endeavor to have him use my knife? Now basically, we mentioned this halakh already in the previous shiram, and I mentioned it that if you see the skin. And even if he if takes off the skin in front of you, there's no problem. You could buy it from him. Now, if you want to bring along your knife, tuvu olaf Brugge is for sure, it's a nice thing. I know one of the fish mark, fish stores in Monsi told me that the Rav Mahsha asked him that if, it, if it's possible, you should take along a knife to the market. They should use his knife. But halachically, even if the guy, the fishman, uses his own knife and with the same knife he cut non-kosher fish, could still buy it by him and then you have to wash it very well the fish very well the fish it should be you should take off if anything stuck to it from a non-kosher fish and it's permissible to use so the answer to your question is if you could if you could take your knife and he could use your knife that's the best thing but even if he doesn't want to do that you could still buy the piece of fish when you see The fish has the skin and you wash it good thoroughly and then you're good to go. Next question. Are girls permitted to sing on the bus when they go to a field trip, when the driver is a man? This is a common question which every year we get some kind of questions from schools and the answer is, if the driver is a yeet, no. The girls cannot sing on the bus because we know a man is not permitted to hear a girl singing so therefore if the driver is a Yid the children are not permitted to sing now how old comes the iser? the answer to this is like this If the girls are basically from nine years old and older, it's also basically that they should sing. If they are younger than nine years old, some boys can say it is still a problem. Other boys can say there's no problem till the nine years old. So again, from nine years and older, if the driver is a Yiddish man, you cannot sing, it's not permitted to sing. Under nine years old, there's mechloikes of poiskam if you could sing or not but we know as chassidim of the Rebbe we know the famous story that once the Rebbe had saw a girl singing and the Rebbe showed, mentioned to her shoulder showed her that she should patch with the hand clap with the hand and not sing along so we see the Rebbe was machmer that even the girls under 9 years old should not sing with the man only they should clap their hands so going back to the question if the driver is a yid, then from nine years and older it's usher. The girl shall sing. Under nine is in to be We see the driver was machmer on it. So therefore, I ask and say that if you could ask and get a non-Jewish driver, it is much easier because then you don't have no problem that the girl shall sing because he has no problem of kol be'isha. Now there might be another problem when they come back from the the trip might be at night and then if it's a non-Jew you're going into a other problem of Yichet now if it's a Yid then um, a lot of women and one man we, we could be Mekel there's no problem of Yichet but if it's a Goy he's a purit. that means since a Goy is a purit and In Allah, that means he's not Machmaran in Yunaroyas, so therefore, a puritz with a lot of women is still a problem, according to a lot of poiskim. But there are poiskim who say that Harbanushim, that means a lot of ladies with a puritz, is also no problem, which is basically the Shari Yosef, he learns it into the Rashba, and Lamaise, to be Michael. If there's a lot of ladies, so basically, if you have a goyish driver, even he, co- we come back with him at night and it's dark already. There's no problem of yichud, but it's also always kedai that uh, that it shouldn't stay one or two ladies on the bus or girls on the bus till the last stop because it's you know it's it's a, it's a safe safe it's a precaution to be on the safe side. which there's a lot of poskim who say there is a problem. So therefore, um, once it's less than three ladies, three girls on the bus, they should go down t- together. But if they come back in, the, in still in, in, in the time, let's say about till 11 o'clock, you have no problem with Yichet. So therefore it's always Kedai to prefer when you go on a trip to ask for a non-Jew, should be the driver, than a, a Yid, if you want to sing. If you have a Jewish driver, then you cannot sing because it's also kol b'yishe erva. Next question: I placed my challah on the hot plate while the Shabbos timer was off, and it warmed up in the morning once the timer turned on. For your for your information, my hot plate does not have a temperature control knob. Is it permitted? to eat the challah the answer is yes you could eat the challah we know that a thing which is dry there is no such thing as the same will go also so basically that means a thing which is basically baked there is not a problem to bake it again if it's a dry thing there is no water in it a is a dry thing. So basically, metzad bishl, baking, there's no problem on Shabbos. But, you cannot take a challah and put it on the hot plate when it works. Because, um, because, you cannot take, a, a, a let's say, a challah and put it on top of the fire. Because, two reasons. One reason is, it's mechzeke It looks like, as if is you cooking it, you are baking it. Although it's baked, but when a person comes from outside, is Mexican Russian. It looks like you're baking it now. That's one, one chashash. The other is shamiychata. That means you can turn on the flame. Now, if you have a hot plate and you're putting it on when the hot part is working, there are some poison We have no problem because you don't have shamiychata because you cannot turn. The hot plate the knob because there's no knob, so a hot plate which has no knob, there's no problem of shemi chata. You're gonna turn on the flame. Why is the other reason of Merzik um, mavashel also you don't have? Because that's not the Seder, it's not the the, that's not the way how you bake, it's not the way how you cook. And a hot plate which has no knobs on it, that's only make to make to warm up. So therefore there are some poison which say there is no problem to take a challah and putting it on top of the hot plate even when it works if there is no knob on it but we are machbar on it and we do not allow to take a challah and put it on top of a hot plate when it's working but the evad if you put it on, on top even when it was working is permitted to eat because after all there are postmen say you can do it like itchilat now if some postmen say you do it like itchilat, you cannot assert it at least with the evad in our case, it's even better. Because you put it on top of the hot plate when it was, wasn't on. So yes, there's no problem eating the challah even though it got warm and gishmak to eat on Shabbos because it you don't have the chashash of Shem Yichata and you don't have the chashash of Mechazim in Al Capunum, with the Eivet, there's no problem. What is the ideal thing to do if you want to have warm challah? You take the challah and you put it on top uh, of a pot which is basically on the fire that means on top of the Cholant on top of the uh, the chicken soup but you have to remember the challah becomes fleshy but that's a thing which you could do L'Ketchile taking a challah and putting it on top of the choland the and it becomes warm and that's L'Ketchile to do on Shabbos Question Can I drink a coffee on the airplane? Okay, the question goes probably if you could drink a coffee without Bishel Akim. Now, since they are cooking the coffee beans, boiling it, and uh, so maybe there's a problem of Bishel Akim. Now, there's a Makroikis Apostol, if there is Bishel Akim and coffee. There's a famous Radevaz which writes that there's no such thing as Bishel Akim coffee. Why? We know to are two, re, two conditions which has to be met in order there should be a problem of akim. one has to be that you cannot eat it raw you can only re- eat it if it's cooked if it's a food which you can eat even when it's not cooked and a guy cooked it there's no akim. that's one condition the second condition is it has to be a food which basically is a chashel food chashel food means you eat it, oil al is the lotion of poiskim. It goes a shilchem which basically the poiskim um, give the the, the marshal. if you can eat it, you serve it by a chassanah or a nice meal, that's called oil al That means if somebody eats it as a, uh, as a nash, there's something else. That's not oil al shilchem It has to be served on a suda, which is basically a chashiva suda, a nice suda if it doesn't meet these two criterias basically there's no such thing as Bishul Akim the Radva says there's a third criteria also that even when it it is oil al shilchem and even if it is a thing which you cannot eat when it's raw so according to some points there's a problem of Bishul Akim he says it doesn't. if it's not is a that means it's not made as a side dish to food there's no problem of Bishul Akim so according to the rdvas, of course, there's no problem because it's not made la lafas sapas, it's not a side dish. According to the other poets, which do not agree with the rdvas, we don't eat lafas and sapas, which is pashtas, mashmen, sheikh and so we would say that basically coffee beans is a problem because it is, you cannot eat coffee beans when it's raw, and it's oil and shilcha You know, by fancy dinners, they give coffee, but even though most of the poiskum, right, there's no problem of Bishel Akim for a couple of reasons. One of the reasons is because the coffee is the flavor gets bottled to the water. And this is almost commonly accepted by most Poiskam that coffee on an airplane or wherever it should be, there's no such a thing as Bishel Akim on coffee. But you have to remember what when you take a coffee or a tea, in the airplane, you should use a plastic cup, because they might give you a glass cup, which basically has bleas of Chol of Akim, etc. Another thing, it is you have to make sure, which basically it's almost impossible to make sure, so therefore, there's an Indian to be Mahma not to drink a coffee, because you don't know what's doing with the pots the, in what they, they cook the coffee. Because it might be washed in... Um, in, with dishes which is non-kosher so therefore there are some people which are not to drink coffee on an airplane but the Poiskam say that that's not a big issue because usually they wash the dishes not with other kalem because it's, it's big dishes which basically they wash it itself and even if it happens to be that they washed it with something else with other kalem usually they use soap so he so therefore, yes, mukam Lhukul to drink a coffee or a tea in a plastic cup on the airplane. OK, we're going to stop here and uh, we'll continue next week. And please join us next week for the next week's Sheer. And send in your questions to inbox at anash.org. Again inbox at anash.org. And good night.